With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Albert Felice is going to get there. There's no question. He squares in. There it is. It's another. And it's Mumble Rodriguez again. Scoring goals left and right. Felice with the assist. Yo, what did I what did what did I just see? I mean, this might this is unscripted. This might just be fifteen minutes of oh no, what have we wh- have we been missing this? That's the first thing. Like, let's slow down. I'm really excited. We just watched a really fun game, a game that we typically watch, but it's against us. Like we are in New England. We just slapped the fuck out of New England three to one. Uh, all right, so. Whew. I wasn't quite sure going into this, like what to think. I predicted a draw, but looking at how New England has play, had play, has playoffs to play for, I figured I could see them beating us, right? And in the beginning, we didn't look we didn't look great. We didn't look very good early on, right? Not bad, but just not not the same. We looked different, right? We had this little this different approach. To things, and then there there was Corey Baird's millimeter offsides. Okay, and I went fuck. I haven't seen him do that in a long time. Years, it's been years. It's been before he got hurt, before he got traded and changed systems and stuff like that. It's been years since he's been like this. He's offsides though. It's a one-time thing. Then he comes back with two fucking assists, and uh, God, if oh man. Baird could very well be the player of the match, but you have to give it to Fafa. Anyway, back to Baird. I've I've never hated Corey Baird. A lot of you have. A lot of you fucking have. I've never hated him, because I remember he was fucking good. All right? He was good. And he got hurt. He got traded. He got traded. He got hurt here. And he's just not been good, but... There's always been this little tiny part of me that's like, hold on to him. Just just hold on to him and stick by him. Just a little bit more. And even when I got to the point where I was like, all right, I'm done. I don't need to see him anymore. The shit that he's done the past couple games and how he played tonight, the confidence and the, the everything, it was just, it was great, right? It was fucking crazy what it was. Nobody was expecting that. In fact, when people see Corey Baird, they frequently shriek. Not in a good way. They shriek because they don't they don't want to see him there. But tonight, he totally changed. I don't think he totally changed it. But now some people are looking at him like, okay, no, he's still not worth what we paid for him. But if he if this is him, if this is what was still in there. 
and God, I've, I've believed it is, then he's worth keeping around. And I think you want to talk about a guy that saved, might have saved his job. It may, maybe it didn't. Maybe it didn't, but that was impressive. Corey Baird is one. Uh, one guy who he scored twice, let's talk about him, probably still didn't save his job. Uh, I think if they can get rid of Fafa, they will. And I think they probably eh, probably should. He doesn't strike me as a type to want to sit on the bench. But he was he was effective. God, was he effective tonight for two reasons. Actually, just one. They let him cut inside. Look, Fafa Pico is not a finisher by any means. But he has a strong right foot. And he can do some shit with his right foot. He, he can't can't do anything with his left. Which is why everybody plays him to his left. Alright? But if you give him space and you let him cut in and you give him that yard, yo, he's gonna do some things and fucking A, they gave him way too much space. Which is great for my viewing pleasure. But, man, he lit it up. I mean, the penalty was class. It was perfect. You can't say anything bad about his penalty. You can't say anything really bad about anything. The motherfucker hustles. Before he even scored, I was like, dude, say what you want, but he busts his ass. He busts his ass. <laughs> he, he goes, man. He played 86 minutes. 86. Up top, Sebas Ferreira. Fuck. Sorry, dude. They are just the soccer gods have decided. The football gods have decided that tonight was not to be your night. It was not. You and Tim Parker were fated to have a woeful evening. And you did. Because you had a penalty, and it wasn't the greatest. It wasn't very good. And it was saved. And you were just, God almighty, an inch too slow to a goal? Two inches, maybe? It just wasn't meant to be tonight, Sebas. It wasn't. And uh, Timmy Parker with that. I thought at first Timmy got the ball. I did. I thought he got the ball, and it was a bit of a reckless challenge. Like, it wasn't the brightest idea in the world. But I could see it. And it turns out it was a penalty. And they equalized. And that's right about the time that Dynamo Admin shit his pants. As soon as they fucking equalized, Dynamo Admin just let it loose. His bowels just emptied into his already urine-soaked trousers. Uh, I'll tell you who's fucking the night is Dynamo Adlin, Admin. That that young man is getting knee-deep in some pussy. And that young lady, is, is she's got a wiener between her if it's a young woman in charge. But that, whoever runs that admin, you go get yourself laid. Pay for it if you have to. Go, but be clean. Do it. Go pay for it. No, don't pay for it. I mean, fucking go do it. Make it happen. Go get laid. Go have fun. Because you haven't had a night like this since LAFC. This is the biggest win since... I think this is bigger. And it doesn't fucking matter. It's crazy. It feels like this is bigger. Now, if people want to know what I think Kenny Bundy's saying in the locker room, I think he's reminding them, hey, you guys are all paying, playing for a paycheck. You're playing for your family's livelihood. Like, that's what's on the line here. And, look, don't start this Bundy in shit. Don't start Bundy in. We need to play this way, but with a coach who's won. We need to play this way, this tempo, this style, whatever Bundy has changed this is this is the way we need to explore playing if we're going to use a four. It looked like a four two three one. That's what they always fucking call it though. Everything's a four two three one. It, it's it's wrong. But uh, yeah, this this way is it's effective. And 
No, I was not at the game tonight. Uh, apparently, neither was anybody else. <laughs> 10,000 people there, which is a, it's an understandably low number. I think somebody said Ted Siegel was there. Maybe that's why the guys played so hard. Teenage Hadebe fucking looked, he looked like he was just flying on cloud nine. He just looked relaxed, at ease. Limber and nimble. Surprised I didn't combine those words. Limble, nimber. He looked just at peace, man. He's fucking, he was, he was good. Jesus. Parker was Parker. He was better than your average Parker, but he did concede a, a penalty. And Tommy McNamara, huge shout out to you for forgetting what team you played for. Also, two guys I want to point out. I think his name's Poster. Poster? Postler? That fucking, uh, who ran over Coco. I don't know why we didn't get a yellow on him. Somebody should have put something on him. Some studs. Stamp on his foot. And then the, uh, oh shit, who was the other foul I'm thinking of? Shit, I can't remember. Poster and... Damn it. Hold on. Let me look at this roster. Oh, McNamara. His fucking tackle on Memo towards the end. Dude, they played together. So maybe he doesn't like Memo. But Tommy Mack had a shit-rotten game. He was terrible. Bruce Arena fucking made three subs at halftime, and it blew up in his face. You went from, what was it, 1-0 down... To lose in three to one. Now Bruce Arena is the guy that I would consider that I would I wouldn't mind. He's won. He's a winner. They've been racked with injuries, New England have. That's why they're not doing so well, but he is a winner. Alright, back to this team. Back to this fucking amazing win. I thought Quintero was good. He wasn't like fantastic, but he was he was better than normal. He didn't turn the ball over as much. He scored, which is a plus. Uh but he does he does bring something. He brings that extra fucking flavor. Um, you know who looked good was Memo. Memo Memo came on early. I'm sure you guys love that. Memo came on early and looked. He looked yeah, no, he didn't score. And a lot of people were like, you should have scored. Yeah, the goalie saved it with his face. He wasn't trying to save it with his face. The goalie got lucky. Or, or Memo just put it into his face. But he saved it with his face. And their goalie, Petrovic, Jesus... Yo, he let in three goals, but he has a 7.3 rating. He made some phenomenal fucking saves. I mean, it could honestly, this could have been like, should have been. That's the problem, is we have to get to should have been and not could have been. No. We need to get to, yeah, should have been. Not could have, should have. We should have scored six goals. We should have fucking won this game, probably 6-2. to two. Steve Clark had a huge save. Shout out to Steve Clark. Your cock is still big. God, he's on. He's in. He's in. He's on fire. He's on fire. Uh, midfielders, Coco, another solid performance. He just gets better. He doesn't look 22. He looks older. I think. Seren. I know people out there like do not like him. However, he he was good. He did some Serena shit, right? He did some of his normal nonsense, but. He hustled, man. Dude, they moved They moved the ball quick. There was a tempo. There was a high tempo to this game. That that style suits us. Because counterattack is high tempo. But if you play all high tempo all the time, and we ran these fucks into the ground. We ran these bean-eating Boston fucks. That's right. I said bean-eating. I don't even know if they eat beans. Boston baked beans. They eat them. They fucking love them. We ran them into the ground. 
And I credit that to Paulo Nagamore's training. I just credit Candy Bundy for being like, just go fucking play and get me some bronzer for my skull. Because <clears throat> this sucker's white. It's extremely white. All right, where were we? Uh, off the bench. All right. So Memo. No, I don't think he should come back. But he wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Thor, I mean, there was that point where he received the cross from Baird. And because he was complaining he didn't get it in the air, he missed an opportunity. <coughs> Excuse me. He missed an opportunity for a cross on the ground. And even Eddie pointed that out, how he thinks Thor can be good. He just, sometimes he's a whiny bitch. I mean, there. Speaking of Eddie... Eddie looks really good, man. He looks healthy. There was a time where Eddie was looking a bit gaunt. And I was worried. Some of us were worried. And Eddie Eddie looks really good now. He's got he's got some fullness to his face. Love it. Uh we got this we got a taste of Sam Junkwood tonight. Taste of Sam. I uh I don't think he's coming back. It's fine. He'll I think he he might as a backup. He's versatile. All right, he can play center back, he can play left back. As a backup, maybe. All right, let's move up to the youngin. Nelson Quinones towards the end, instead of playing for a goal, decided to rag out time. Now, we called it ragging out in hockey. I didn't play soccer, okay? But when you had to kill time, you'd take it down to the corner and rag it. And you just fucking beat it around. Ooh, <laughs> beat it around. Uh, you just, you know, kill time. This, what is he, 19? 19 years old? 21? 19-year-old kid did that. At like the 88th minute. I was like, oh wow. That's smart. And Eddie noticed it too. Of course Eddie did. Eddie's a fucking genius. He looks amazing. But that was a smart, savvy move for a young buck. And look, a lot of superlatives. A lot of positives. A lot of, lot of good things to say about tonight. But it's still not going to be Kenny Bundy's job. So I don't want to start that. I mean... Now I got myself thinking, like, well, could he? Maybe he could. I think that we've seen this style works. But we need a coach who is a proven winner, who is a household name, who's going to help attract players here. And I hope he's Mexican because that's how we roll. Remember, I want to be fucking Mexico's northern brother. But we got to start letting him in. We got if we, if we want to be nicer to him, we gotta start letting them in. And if right now you're mad about that, like don't be, because somebody let you in. Somebody let your people in a long time ago. All right, that's why you're here. Stop being a fucking hater. Let them in. Uh, dude, we crushed them on the stat line. We crushed them fucking everywhere. And it looked for a minute like this was gonna be a goal, a goal, a game where we did lose it. We did, but we we kept playing. We ran those fuckers into the ground. Just a higher tempo, warm out. Our counterattacking bullshit, letting them play at our pace. Let it, let, having us play at their pace. Maybe that isn't it. Maybe we need to push the teams here. Maybe Tab Ramos did it. Maybe he was onto something. I think, I think Tab had the worst roster out of all of them, though. If you compare Paulo to Tab, Paulo had a better roster, like hundred percent. But uh. Yeah, I'm not Bundy out. I'm not Bundy in. I'm just keeping him for Dynados because he's valuable. But this could lead to him getting poached because you've seen a marked change in our play the last two matches. And 
yes, you get that new manager bump, but you also got to believe it's something different. Like maybe it's more than a bump. Maybe this has been there. And if it's been there, then I've been wrong. And a lot of people that I value as opinions have also been wrong. So I don't know. Maybe maybe most of us were wrong. And dare I say, no, I'll never say that shit. I would never say the lunatic fringe was right. Fuck those guys. You know who you are. You know who you are. And if you don't, you can DM me and I'll tell you. I'll let you know. If you're in the fringe. If we can have a discussion, you are not in the fringe. Okay? I don't know why you guys pop in my head. It's because you're so loud. You're so fucking loud. Uh, anyway, dude, we fucking slapped him. And, uh... Aw, oh, man. That means time's up. Albert Elise is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Bubba Rodriguez again. Scoring goals left and right. Elise with the assist. Big shout out to my favorite band, Familiar with Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at FWFTX on all social media platforms. Once again, that's Familiar with Failure. Check them out. Badass band. Cool ass people.